0: welcome to pev lane the show all about pevs and today we have a very special episode don't we hansen we do today we bring you someone who has a youtube channel that was started in toronto now has over four thousand subs over half a million views on youtube he brings us some of the first and newest reviews of eucs out there from china he has over 1400 followers on instagram he is in the belly of the beast right there in China working with these companies. It is the one, the only, official electric dreams. How you doing?
1: Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Glad to be nice here. Nice
0: to have you.
1: Nice. How's V-Lane. it going? PV lane.
0: So uh, we have a little history, don't we? We do. So uh, we, a we kind of, uh, we started here in Toronto um just recently on PEV lane but we've been riding here for a long time and Jack was riding in Toronto long before that too so it's super nice to see you because we haven't seen you in a long time because you're now up in China but uh how you doing
1: I'm good it's it's lonely i miss riding in canada i miss my canadian riding buddies for sure
2: <laughs> we miss you too jack
1: the, Chi- the Chinese, though, on the other hand, they do some really crazy stuff. Half of the time, I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know about that. But I think it's just the crowd I'm with.
0: Yeah, you enjoyed riding back here, though, eh?
1: Yeah.
0: Can you, uh, I- can you give us a little history, a little intro, like how you started on a unicycle? Was it here in Toronto? And uh, up to now, where you're at now?
1: Yeah, so, okay. I bought a... UC back in 2013 and it was some crappy Chinese wheel couldn't ship the batteries so I tried to assemble a battery pack even though I had no clue uh, basically what positive negatives were but uh, you know tried to build a battery pack uh, locally and then that didn't go so well long story short had a bit of a fire in my living room had to put that out and then um, decided, you know what, screw building a battery. I'm just going to buy a 9Bot E+. Rode that for a while. Then I rode the Song 16A, which is basically, the, I think it was like the first or second prototype model uh, ever made. So the A is before the B and the C and the S. You guys probably never heard of it, but yeah.
2: No, I have not. Um,
1: yeah, and then so after that, I got a MSX from... A friend who was giving away his batteries, Um, and I put those towards an MSX. Loved the MSX. The MSX was really a big turning point, I think, for me of, like, learning to really love to ride in a UC. I mean, I I loved it before, but, like, man, I went ham. Like, I was carving down the street. I was, like, overtaking cars. I was doing, like, crazy shit. You're just riding Um, the
0: limits of it. Sorry? You're just riding the limits of those smaller wheels. You weren't actually getting to enjoy the way you wanted to.
1: Yeah. I mean, I also didn't know what EUCs were capable of. I didn't know I could go that fast. I didn't know I could hit ramps. I didn't know I could go off-roading. You didn't you don't think about that stuff when you're like on a sixteen inch kingsong wheel that goes 30 kilometers an hour.
2: That you can you know? over torque with like yeah. the easiest motion, right? It,
1: exactly. So it was also like it was just sketch, man. Um,
0: so how did yeah. you make your way up into China then?
1: So basically, I was kind of looking for a career. I kind of like, I was looking around. I was like, mm, Canada didn't really have anything that I wanted. And then so I left and came to China. I figured I would loved U C so much. I might as well see where they're made. I mean, it's dictated a big part of my life. Um, so I came, came back to China, and then I... Uh, decided to work for one of these companies and that's kind of where we are now and then now i'm not with king song anymore um but i am still in the euc industry i still work for the euc or pev industry so yeah
2: awesome can we go back for a second to uh in toronto i just wanted to talk to the the listeners more about uh when we met and all that i know you and uh, (laughs) you and brett go way back and I think yeah. when I remember of you, the first time meeting you was you were riding an M10. So I'm just curious if you remember that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, the reason I rode an M10 was like basically kind of a joke to like people who are riding e-skate and one wheels because my tiny ass like ten wheel with my like I'm not a skinny guy like I'm like, you know, fairly chubby Asian dude was like on this tiny wheel and i'm like catching up with you guys so it was like yeah so kind of like my like my sarcastic like f you basically
2: that boosted top speed wasn't getting us very far and yeah, we just got to let the the listeners know too that i was one of those one wheel riders at the time yeah <laughs> yeah. So, so i was, oh yeah, I I was, was trying to, to, to keep up, up with you on on your m10 and i was like what is that tiny little thing Going i was, faster than I was my at XR. the front
1: of the pack majority of the time <laughs> so that was kind of funny <laughs> but yeah yeah and it's it was fun around- the, the, the m10 was fun but yeah i mean obviously i think during that stage of um toronto e-riders it was still like a lot of like figuring out uh toronto e-riders for what it is and so we had to also like you know Uh, Merge a little bit with one wheel and Eastgate to and stuff But now that Toronto e-riders is a lot more successful and has its own independent group Well, so big to the point where basically you guys have your own subgroups, right? Which is Like fine it happens, you know, but um, yeah Yeah, so for those listeners
0: who don't know we have a local group called the Toronto e-riders and Jack was the founder of that When when did you find that way back in the day? Jack what year?
1: I think it was 2015 2016
0: yeah because there are some group ride pictures from way back when when you were leading groups and it was like five of them <laughs> yeah five of them like sure. h- only like yeah. one or two people had helmets and stuff like that on these like ancient prototype wheels and then it just grew and grew and grew and then you work your way back to china and it still kept growing and and it's, a, it, it's, a long it's now stream, like two three yeah. thousand people
1: well like initially i think it started off as going to be like my business pages thingy like my group but um I realized without people knowing about EUCs I was not gonna have a customer anyway so who was I gonna sell to you know yeah. so I needed to grow people around what I wanted to sell them right and so it was like at the very start it was very it was a lot of hard work like I don't think people understand people join this community now and it, they think oh it's like group rides it's like whatever like Brett's leading it nah dude like At the start of the group, I was literally picking up people one-on-one. I spent a lot of time on forums, just everywhere, digging for people. I was like, hey, if you're in the Toronto area, if you're on Ontario, if you're in Canada, if you're in Buffalo, New York. We have riders from Buffalo, New York, right? Like, they have nothing to do with Toronto, but they're close, you know, like relatively speaking. I'm just like, yo, come come for a ride. And some people you know, they might have a crappy wheel and whatnot, but it's like, hey, yo, come downtown. Let's ride. Let's grab a cup of coffee. We'll go as far as your wheel can go. I'll show you what UCs can do. I'll show you all the awesome shows we have downtown because they might not live downtown, you know, and that's how I got them to join the community.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's facts. Like if you look back on the forums, you'll see those posts. They're time stamped, You'll see exactly when he posted it. And it's facts like this guy has posted online way back when. And we have a guy from from Buffalo who shows up at least once a year to say, hey. We have a guy from Quebec who shows up on a one-wheel to at least say, uh, hey, once a year. And that's kind of an iteration
2: of that as well. Yeah, we have we have uh, some riders who are in Montreal and still come as well. Um, yeah. like I'm thinking of Kerry. He's He's back and forth. Like he, every week. Yeah, he's like weekly. He lives in Montreal, lives in Toronto, and he's commuting back and forth and joining our rides. And he also rides with a bunch of people in Montreal and the Quebec crew. They do a lot of off-roading. But uh yeah.
1: Yeah, Kerry's always trying to message me and he's always trying to get like the inside scoop. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we like, all? Yo Jack, what's what's happening with the S20, you know? Like <laughs> <But> <laughs> Speaking
0: of that though, I think a lot of listeners were queuing in a little bit earlier when you were talking about what's happening in China and what you're doing in China and who you're working for. So let's let's delve into that a little bit. What is it like to ride in China?
1: Oh man, so it's nothing like um in north america i would say there's a lot of people here who do um acrobatic stuff so it's like you know going downstairs. um
0: well that, but is, I guess, is that, is I guess that a it's, test to like the testing that's that's happening with these wheels like these riders are being asked to do this or is that just like a natural thing that they want to do
1: no it's it's more of the environment right so like eu sees in china just because of the way people drive here um it doesn't really allow you to take EUCs onto the road. It's possible, but it's a lot more risky than doing it in Canada, than comparing, like, you doing it in Canada or anywhere in New York. Um, honestly, Chinese people are just so unpredictable when it comes to driving. And do so they,
2: Do they have, a, like, cycling infrastructure, or is it just you have to share the road if you want to go on, like, the road to get somewhere?
1: Yeah. Um, like they, in, I'm they have here. they have a bike they have a cycling path but it's on the sidewalk and so okay. at every point where there's a parking lot entrance or, or something like that you have a car that races out you know like
2: yeah, Chinese people so do can...
1: not like i hate riding on the sidewalk or on the bike lane that is integrated with the sidewalk because the first lane that the car crosses into whether it's from the main lane or like the side is that lane like that sidewalk, sidewalk. But I'm not walking I'm riding you know
2: yeah so your speed is a lot different and that's yeah that reminds me of Japan when I went to Japan they have the same thing where all the uh the bike lanes are in on the sidewalks so like people are kind of like cycling next to pedestrians walking and stuff
1: yeah and it's fine if I'm like on you know like a city bike you know that can't pedal very fast yeah but even if I'm on like a hybrid bike that's of my own like I'd be scared to ride that they like, I can't stop that fast if a car just decides to all of a sudden race. And obviously, I, I'm, I'm looking like I've been a bike courier before, but it's like way too like way too unpredictable. I just I just stick to the road most of the time. And a lot of advanced riders do stick to the road. Um, yeah.
0: Speaking of yeah. that, what do you ride? What are you riding right now? What's your daily rider?
2: Here comes the inside um, scoop.
1: Yeah, so this is what I ride.
2: Can you lift it up? Oh. oh, oh, oh!
0: It's, it's a coming M10? in and out. Yeah. Is it a black m <laughs> Yeah, they're just lifting uh, it up so easy. It's got to be. It's going in and out with the, with the S20 in the background.
1: Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's the only wheel I technically own. Um, I will own a S20 very soon, obviously. Um, and I believe I will own a Veteran Sherman Max within the next 24 hours.
0: So you're deciding to do that, and you could just pick one up, right? Like, you're in China right now, you could just walk over and be like, give me one? Pretty pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a stab in our hearts here in
2: North America. We're like, oh, we're just waiting, and you're like, ah, I'll go pick one up. I'm curious about... you guys have a
1: beautiful writing environment, so, you know, it is is what it is.
2: That's true. We can't take that for granted. Um, I'm curious about the actual production, and when, you know, Brett mentions you can just go pick one up, are the... The research and like office centers for these companies in the same districts as where they're actually producing and building all the wheels as well.
1: Mm, they're they're fairly close. So, in Motion, In Motion's office is separate from their factory. Uh, King Songs used to all be in the same place, um, but they have since moved their sales office to a slightly different area but it's still very close and then Gotway does everything all together um like all in one place but when i say all in one place for these companies it's like uh you know there's obviously things that they do on that wheel that is you know they they hire some other companies to do it for example right like kings obviously does not make the batteries right it's samsung right and then who prepares the packs right it's a different company that solders so for a company to solder packs, it's there's a lot of QC work that needs to go into it um, and there's equipment and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's a different it production yeah. process
2: compared to like yeah. just assembling the wheels. Right.
1: Yeah. And obviously the motor is like, you know, outsourced and like for the S20, right. A lot of the frame, like it's not like we make it like you know someone else makes it. Right.
2: Yeah. You you yeah. design yeah. it and then you have a company manufacture the molds or the frame or something.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, so a big part of the
0: S twenty, were you making a lot of this in house and, and a lot of the R and D took a lot more time to, to kind of finesse on purpose, right?
1: So I can you say that again?
0: Like the new S twenty, the R and D took longer on purpose, right?
1: Um I wouldn't say it's on No one wants no one wants to take longer than it needs to. It's not like we're they're purposely delaying it. They're delaying it because they have to. Um, the, the smart BMS has taken longer than expected. They're working out. Okay, I know that um, they are literally as- assembling uh, samples today. Um, and today being like, what,
0: mid-January?
1: Yeah, as in like they're preparing the samples to have them sh- express shipped out to the most important dealers across the globe. So that's what they're doing. Um, Sweet. But, but internally, like, the company is, has, has had, like, three EUCs, uh, three S20s um, being tested, uh, you know, for various things. Um, some, of, some might be slightly older, some might be slightly newer, some might have this variant to it. And yeah.
2: I asked, yeah. so I asked some of the community before uh, talking to you today, Jack, what they wanted hmm. to know. And one thing that some people did mention, which I figured I'd ask you and see what your thoughts are, is how is the new voltage system on the S20, is it still sticking to that 126-volt battery? Are they using something different? I don't know
1: why there's so much doubt in, like, people, like, someone spread a rumor somewhere, (laughs) like, I'm about to find this guy and, like... (laughs) Have a sit down with him. Like, yo, like race me. And if you can't race past past me or faster than me, then, you know, you better stop spreading rumors. Because no one has, I don't know who has said that it's not 126 volts. No one has ever said faith. that. No, people just don't want to believe it. Or people just want to put down King Song because they love Begoat or something like that. I don't know.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, maybe you're like, right.
1: Like, when it happened, there was speculation within Song. I was like, who is like, like, what? Where? Like, who has said that? So no what one has ever said that.
2: So what you're saying is it is 126 volts, and it it's is super 126.
1: Powerful. We have like three, four chargers that are 126. What else are we gonna plug it into? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. And so in terms of <laughs> but those I mean, chargers, I mean, at the very like obviously in like very very early prototyping, it wasn't a it wasn't 126. It was 84. You know, we were using an 18 XL system, and then we're making sure like the framework was good of what we were building it on. Yeah. Different battery motors, stuff, you know, battery stuff and electrical stuff for King song is very easy, like for them, you know, cause they've been doing it for a long time. It's a kind of like the one thing that you shouldn't have to worry about with your King song.
2: Well, that's, that's yeah. awesome. That's great to yeah. hear. I mean, I, I'm not surprised hearing that, but I figured there are yeah. people, like you said, out there who are casting doubt or are unsure about this new wheel. So thank you for clarifying that.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I think people don't, like people don't like king song is like a smt company surface mount technology it's like putting chips on motherboards they have people that design like the actual like mud circuitry right and then they put the thingy on the board right and then we have specific people that like uh write the firmware i mean godway has really good firmware people as well, um, uh, and obviously that's why their wheels have such great performance. They ride a certain way, yeah. Yeah, exactly. People love like that feeling. Um, but King Song's just been good with like electrical stuff. They they built like battery packs way back in the day,
0: way oh, back. Okay.
1: Yeah, before so they, they have built these Yeah, they yeah they've been doing that, so they have that experience.
2: That's cool. So in terms of the uh, the chargers, do you know if that's been finalized in terms of uh, the amperage so I know it's 126 volts but how much speed or is that something we can't say yet for the final production wheels? I, I
1: don't know exactly what charger I gave them a few companies that they could look at um,
2: yeah and are we going to have options? I like, don't
1: know which one they they ended up going with um, I know there was like some question because like all the marketing content was like max is 10 amps but then the stock charger is 6 amps so it's like well, I can't buy two of your chargers because it'd be over. the record. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So obviously that made, that made sense, but it's like the six amp charger was kind of like uh, you know it was just like what was available, and then we just we just bought it, tested it. Um, I mean, and it worked. Doing doing a <laughs> ten amp to doing ten amps versus twelve amps is not a huge difference. Um, it doesn't. It's it's just like what we decided like in mark in marketing.
0: Yeah, and you're at already fast it's not at like, that point. It's
1: not like we were like we weren't confident that the wheel could handle 12, but we needed to put a threshold on it some at some place. And 10 felt like we were definitely going to do 10. So even though it was like against like what the charger would make sense for, <laughs> I think that but, makes yeah.
2: sense. I'm not sure there's much desire yeah. for many people, and with a higher voltage at more amps, I don't. M- most people probably don't understand that you're pushing more watts then, and you're probably going to blow your circuits quicker. Like, it's not even about the wheel at that point. Like, in Canada, for example, we only have 120-volt outlets most of the places. And then that's you get maybe 15 amps maximum out of those outlets. 15 to 20, yeah. Yeah, so you can easily reach that. If you're pushing 12, you're not going to be able to plug in, like, your lights or something else in that same in that same circuit if you're charging the the S20 or, or if you have a friend yeah. and you both want to charge fast
0: it's like well it's not possible you have to go to a different part on a different f- part of the house yeah. on a different fuse
1: yeah yeah I, i'm assuming i mean it, i mean i remember like canadian a lot of canadian outlets were like 15 amps yes i remember like group rides like man you do 2 i yep. do 3 and like that's literally how it went but now like, you still are doing do that 10, like now, people do 10 amps. It's like, yo, like now I gotta go find a different. I gotta go next door, you know. <laughs> like yeah, we can't the max be in the same is place. like
2: the max is like seven amps for two chargers typically, and then you're gonna start blowing it if you go to like nine amps. Yeah, or...
1: and that line could be also be feeding their oven in the back. That's making you your, you know, Tim Hortons panini. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shout out to Tim Hortons once again. I mean, it just keeps coming back. <laughs> you're still
2: yeah. true Canadian,
0: Jack. Yeah. Referencing the Tim Hortons. Yeah, so there's definitely some areas for improvement there.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, now going back to China and areas of improvement and the EUC industry, what do you think is like the biggest thing in the near future that's gonna be the next biggest improvement?
1: For EUCs?
0: Yeah, like there's a lot of new tech that's coming out. Like a very small thing is most of us have kickstands now but more like more they are are they all going to have smart bmss now like what's what's the newest biggest thing that you think everything's going to be I think caught on? I think
1: smart bmss would be bare minimum so I'm not I don't really want to put that on the list um in terms of innovation it's really hard to tell this industry has like um I remember someone asking Jason from E-wheels what he thought was going to be the future of eucs and he said uh that he really just didn't know. Like it's this, this industry is wild in a good way, but it's like just unexpected. I mean, personally, I would love to see my wheel balance on its own, but that's very, very hard to do on a very thin device. Yeah. But yeah, I'd love my one wheel to just follow me down the street, you know, and then I can just hop on it, you know?
0: Well, I mean, it is possible if you have an opposite gyro and all that, but like that is some over engineering that needs to be done.
1: Yeah. And you would have to make the wheel wide. It's
2: yeah. So do you think um, if you look back at like the past five years of EUCs and the progress like we've come, I'm thinking of like the ACM, the the first Gotway wheels. Those are some of the the old wheels I can think of from the big companies. Or you Mm -hmm. mentioned the uh, what was it, the 14 a 16A, 16A, 16A. Yeah. So like when you look at that wheel to the wheels we have today and the progress that's been made. Do you see that progress continuing at that rate for the next like five years? Or do you think we've kind of reached like the peak of innovation and I research? Think, I think
1: the beautiful thing about, um, and that's kind of the most beautiful thing about EUCs is the community and the writers behind this are such geeks that like...
0: <laughs> Guilty.
2: EUC
1: brands yeah. have like no other option but to keep innovating somehow. Like, do we need... Us like a like a nice LCD screen on a wheel. No, but why not? Like we could put it. We have space to put it. We'll find a way to put it on, <laughs> you know. And people who love tech will like, you know, will can buy one because I get, a, because
2: I get a toaster in my wheel.
1: <laughs> yeah, like honestly, like
2: so. The more we complain um, and the
0: more we ask for things over here in North America or no, really just, anywhere in the world, will, they'll consider it.
1: Like I think, like if you look at. um e-skate i think e-skate is a very great good example a lot I, i'm not an expert in e-skate but i will say i think from my understanding of e-skate riders is they're still generally still they still like that og they even though they're not the og skateboarders where, where it's just the plank and wheels there's it's still like deck. that yeah deck but like dude it's still like it still has to stick with its core like you're not going to put a screen on it you know yeah, it's yeah. like well, the the platform that is has, on it's pretty much set. That. I remember going to I went to Skatebolt if you guys know, I think you guys you guys both skate. so I don't know if you've heard of Skatebolt. Um
0: an event or a company. Uh
1: yeah, they they made a brand uh Skate Skatebolt. Uh oh, Okay. They also called something else. But yeah. What, when you say you went there,
0: you went to their location.
1: I went to their head office yeah. and basically the CEO was like, um, yeah, like I'm stuck. Like, I don't know what to do with an escape Like I can make it nice and sleek. That's all easy and stuff, but it's like innovation wise. Like, I don't know how, what else I should be doing. Like, how am I supposed to compete with Meepo and Way? Like we're all just selling the pretty much the same thing, you know? Yes. Better firmware. Yes. Better reliability. Okay. Like we know that. But can I put, like, an actual, like, really good suspension, like you see on an S20, something like that on a skateboard? Like, it's not possible. Well, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate to hear that. that, The people that ride it also don't crave for that kind of innovation because it's not the same riders. Yeah. People love, love their EUC because of how futuristic it looks and how it looks like nothing else. Yeah. Like, it's weird as hell, and that's why people love it.
0: Well, one point I do want to make with e-skates, though, is that a lot of e-skate, it's all made from longboard parts. And a lot of what e-skate is, is come from a different industry. And the one gap we don't really have or is being worked on right now is creating e-skate specific parts. Like we still use longboard bearings in our e-skate boards right like who's making the e-skate bearing that's like because i buy 150 bearings for my e and they last me and they're high endurance and they and they work really well but it's unfortunate to hear that a company in china is like all right they're in china correct
1: yeah but it, okay dude it's not gonna be it's not just that company it's just the industry is yeah yeah is, the industry you
0: know? as a whole uh, the, yeah, yeah they're creating these like, boards
1: like i went to another company um
2: well, I think they've just um, reached,
1: and they had re- he had um, replaceable battery packs. That's not really new innovation. He does it really well, and I think that's a good thing. But it's like, so what? You know, it's yeah. like it's not gonna sell anyone really on a skateboard Eastgate. You know, they're still gonna buy Meepo's and whatnot. Yeah, well, that's know?
2: that's what I was curious about because there's a point where technology reaches like kind of not diminishing returns, but it, the innovation kind of it reaches like peak form like if you think of like smartphones smartphones yeah. smartphones have not really changed in the past couple of years they're just rectangles you know like
1: but i mean i mean i want to think that euc is this magical unicorn that can turn into whatever you want it to
2: yeah um i'm not saying euc is that peak yet i'm just like, curious
1: from tiny m10s to a massive monster Pro. And there could be even a bigger wheel in the future that houses more things that people want.
2: Yeah, 100%. So, and I mean, suspension just yeah. came out, right, as well. So like, yeah. that's that's not even that's not even close to being the final form. <laughs>
1: yeah. And two things I want to say. One thing is I called that a plank just to piss Brett off. <laughs> 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 and two, realistically, I think I was thinking about it. Um, I did think of an answer. I think the, the best thing that an EUC company could do that is totally feasible to do right now is to have a tilting headlight, uh, dependent upon like the angle. I would love that. Uh, it's not hard to do. Isn't necessary to do. Will it sell a wheel? Yes. A little bit, but like not completely necessary, but it'd be a nice, nice thing. If you're going to make a smart electric unicycle.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cyclists definitely, uh, hate some of these lights on the EUCs in, in Toronto here.
1: Yeah. But tilting tilting headlight, I think that'd be something like of any UC company in motion. Like so, man, if they had that on their V twelve, fuck. Is
2: what you're describing what we're gonna see on the S twenty, or is that headlight slightly different than what you're describing?
1: No, I'm saying like automatic.
2: Oh make that
1: the S twenty is not automatic. The S twenty is a screw. That you can adjust depending on like oh. what your ride style is at. Okay, so. yeah,
2: because I remember the the website yeah. for the Kingsong S20 saying something about like a tilting headlight, but I didn't know. It's more of a manual fixture
0: type thing than an actual like you could change it with your phone.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I see. So you could have
1: one pointing down, one pointing up. But like I imagine people who are like going out on forest rides like in middle of nowhere, like you'll want it up. But if you're riding yeah. in the city, you have it pointing down. Right. So depends on what kind of ride you're doing that day or what kind of rider you are,
2: and how quickly, or how quick is it to adjust those headlights? You mentioned like it's manual.
1: Um, there's a spring on that screw. Um, I haven't adjusted it, but it's literally just one screw. Um, okay. And I think you might not even need an allen key, to get, allen key to actually do it. You can just like pull the screw up with your hand. And okay. because the spring is there it'll just like lock it back in place
0: yeah okay cool so you may not even need yeah. a tool yeah sweet and the the pads on the side how easy are those to adjust
1: uh the pads i mean have you guys seen the s20 where there's that like uh i call it the c bracket on the side
2: the i think so yeah yeah is that in the it's picture not, right it's not in
1: this it's not in this photo but wait it
2: is it's the red part right yeah Yeah, this this part here yeah there's a
1: there's a plastic piece literally that serves no other purpose but to uh kind of guide people into the angle that we want them to uh have their power pads but it's not necessary so for example right Kuji took out this piece here because he's like this is stupid (laughs) and it serves absolutely no function to me he took it out that's fine um it makes the wheel look better for sure at least in my opinion, but um, you so, can adjust it whatever way you like. Like it's a flat, it's a flat platform here, right? Yeah. Like, have it upside down. So that piece <laughs> that, that you're want.
2: referring to, does that use the same like mechanism to attach as the pads do?
1: Uh this. Or is has it like screwed screws. in? It's screwed this has in. Screws. Okay. Yeah, okay. that has screws, and then the power pads are uh, double-sided tape. Um, and then obviously, I suggest everyone just to do. Velcro. Nice Velcro. yeah yeah um but
0: yeah so those those come off the wheel and you put them on or are those already on the wheel
1: there are like there are you see these lines on the battery pack i don't know if you can tell but there's yes. lines on these battery packs um that kind of like uh help you like make sure that your your power pads are not like completely slanted or serves kind of as a guidance but there's yeah. also like these widened grooves it's not like you have this like tiny gap and so you have to fit the power pad right into that gap it's like this this wide on the battery pack on the power pad and then you can fit it anywhere between that groove if uh, that makes sense
2: no, Yeah, that's good yeah
1: and it's i know it's not like completely flat flat but yeah
2: so do they yeah i think to brett's i don't know if this was your question brett but do the do the power pads come attached out of the box do you know
1: uh, they're they're not attached.
2: Yeah. Okay. So you that makes yeah, sense told, okay, we so get to choose where like, you would want them
1: during the product like phase where we just like deciding on early things. We're like, why are we sticking pads on wheels? Like these people manufacture like helping us assemble wheels. They don't know what angle you want your power pads are at. It's such a customized thing now. There's no point putting them on. King Song spending extra money to put them on and it serves no purpose. You know, yeah, makes sense. It's not meant to be exactly in any position. Everyone yeah. has different feet, so
0: yeah,
1: uh, we're doing our best to um, make an estimate or make an educated guess on like what people would like and make sure it fits into everyone's shoes. But yeah,
2: awesome. That's good to hear. I I like that approach. Yeah.
0: And yeah. and most of what King Song has done with the S twenty is finished now, right? Like, there's just more BMS, like some more internal stuff. And your question, not really working with them, but you are working with them still. And you're part of the S twenty team, I guess you could say.
1: I yeah, I'm technically not part of the S twenty team. I go in, I'm like, I see what's up, you know, <laughs> I see what's going on, because you know, Carrie's gonna ask me questions, and I gotta have answers, for them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I hope he watches this video, but uh, yeah, he will. He will. He will. Um, no jo- jokes aside, I do go in. I, I see what's what's going on, and um, yeah, I mean, I want to make sure the wheel's done right for you know for the legacy that I want to leave behind for something that I was a part of. Yeah, because a lot of but people. But also, know like, that. I go there and we we often just like go ride. You know, we 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 go on the downhill mountain bike track right behind, and then we like race down and test the suspension. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm eager to get on the way. I'm sure like if you guys were around this area and you guys could, you guys would be going to Kingston and seeing what's up, you know? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I would love to. That'd be great. Um, yeah. now speaking of riding around China, like where, what are some of the best riding places that you've gone to in China in comparison even to like here or anywhere else as well?
1: Yeah. So, um, I've been on quite a few rides since I've left Canada, um, not just in China, like when I was in Taiwan, right? Um, when we rode from the city center up to one of the higher peaks in Taiwan and then back down to the ocean, that was really nice. Taiwan has a really nice bike pass. Uh, another ride that we did is, um, another memorable ride is wind turbines. Um, in China, they have these mountains that Are designated for wind turbines and they have these roads that are basically just on the top of these mountains so you're kind of like at the same height as the clouds and then right underneath these wind turbines and you ride through on the top so it's like really nice it's kind of chilly but it's really nice um and there's no cars there um we've we've done a lot of off-roading stuff as well you know climb like random ass trails you know um
0: yeah we see a lot of those videos online too
1: yeah exactly exactly so i mean a lot of canadian writing is like a long stretch of road um, yeah and then just going down forever challenging yourself to go that a little that little bit further
0: Yeah, i remember when yeah. you lived in toronto and we were both trying to make our way to the shop i was like oh i wasn't really familiar with the shop very much i was like hey jack where do we go he goes i don't know it's in this direction just left right left right left right <laughs> left i was like what streets he goes i don't know this way <laughs>
1: Yeah, so one of the most memorable rides, right, in Canada that I had was basically, like, I went to the Don Valley Parkway, like, downhill mountain bike trails. And I was like, I could do a group ride here. I kind of, like, looked around. I was like, I got this. And then we, I took a group of, like, I think, what, 10, 15 people. And we was like, yeah, everyone prepare flashlights. And we're, like, pitch dark in this trail that, like, I've, I have, like, not that much experience in. And people, like... We're, like, close to the edge. Like, it's, like, just, like, your wheel could fall off. Yeah, for anyone all the who's, way to the... for anyone <laughs> yeah. who's
2: not familiar, the Don Valley Trail is, like, a, a mountain biking trail in Toronto that's on a cliff, essentially, through the... And there's a river <laughs> at yeah. the bottom, the Don Valley yeah. River.
1: Yeah, like, I got a lot of shit that day and People people like, Jack, you're, you're fucking nuts um, for taking us on this group ride. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we, but, we've had a couple of those recently, uh, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're fun, up. you know, like... I feel like if you're always just riding, like, fast, like, man, like, when we went to New York, like, New York is fun once in a while, but, man, I think EUCs can do so much more, and there's so many, so much variety of rides you could do. I don't want to just stick to one thing. I want to go, like, downhill mountain biking, and then, like, go cruise along the beach the next moment at the same time, you know, like,
0: yeah. And not have to change what you're riding.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's... Yeah,
2: yeah, they are thing, really flexible in that sense. They're one of the only PEVs that can go from like high-speed street riding to like mountain biking trails on the same yeah. device.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, have enough power and enough exactly. uh, enough
2: battery to do both.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, and the thing I love the best about EUCs is the fact like you can go explore a trail and then you have a fence. You just toss your EUC over. Yeah, like you're not gonna toss a Cabo Wolf King Warrior over a fence you know it's only a hundred people to do that you know yeah yeah
0: yeah not the easiest thing to do that that's for sure um we have a good question for you here uh we know you've been in china for a bit and you've been looking to get out what are a few places you are number one going to be looking into riding as soon as you can to or as soon as you can like where do you want to go to what countries what places
1: Oh man. So I want to go to the electric games in France when it starts. I don't know, man. I feel like there's good rides everywhere. There's not one place. I feel like I can find, obviously it's, it's easiest when you go attach along, tag along with like another club, another group of riders, cause they know where the good spots are at. Yeah. You know, um, but there's always good trails anywhere you go and it's just all different.
0: Man. Yeah. Colorado.
1: And, right. I'd love to do some more like North American style, like bike trails, like, Whist- like imagine taking your EUC down Whistler. Yeah. Holy crap. Right. Like, oh, that'd be insane. Yeah.
0: yeah. But you make a good point about like linking up with the local riders, too, because even when you were here in Canada and North America, you would go down to New York. You made a couple trips down to Washington and you're riding with the gladiators down there. And you were like, I don't know too much about D.C., but I know when I'm with them, we're going around, we're doing things
1: yeah exactly i mean i would have liked more food stops but you know that's fine
2: <laughs> that, that is something i remember about your group rides they almost always had like a, a brewery or a food stop as like the destination
0: that was a common thing though like we wouldn't be sitting out at the patio we'd be inside we'd be charging next to their like you know icy machine if next they to had the one. bar next to
2: the bar yeah and yeah uh, i don't know do you guys still different.
1: go to the bar and like do you guys still like rest at places where you can like sit down and chat like it's a
2: I mean, we would if we could, but we're well, in... we do some patios when uh, it's possible,
0: yeah. but that hasn't been possible much in Canada because you know how yeah. lockdowns work in North America. Oh. Here. Or not North oh, America, just, Canada.
1: Just reminiscing a little bit more, I remember the Niagara Falls ride. Um, I don't know, Hanson, when you're there.
2: No, I wasn't on that uh, Niagara yeah. Falls ride.
1: Niagara Falls ride? Man, we would <laughs> all, like, what is it, like 30 of us? We would go into, like the winery the the winery and then like just take samples and just like be slightly tipsy
2: oh did you go to niagara on the lake where all the, like, yeah, the wine yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah 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 exactly some of us would chill and sit outside like beautiful weather Some of us go inside have some wine samples like yo like it's so blessed it's so <laughs> blessed
0: it's a good time, honestly. Like, we've done the ride yeah. down to Niagara Falls, but by the time we get into the Niagara region, it's late at night, and we just go straight into the falls. But if you can go around Niagara on the lake with just, like, an EUC for a day, <laughs> good times. Yeah, but
2: yeah. ride responsibly, guys.
0: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, just get a sample. Don't be doing um, yeah, sampling. Just, just samples. Yeah, don't be doing the the the, the whole menu. <laughs> Yeah, but that's good. Like you did a lot of riding when you were here in Canada. I remember one ride you did. uh, I don't know if it was just with Diego or with other people as well, but you like you're riding all the way through the night. And by the time you got back to the car, you were quite delusional.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, where do I even start? I mean, uh, I remember there's one point where we were riding so far through the night and it was so cold that the wheels like started shivering. Uh, they started shaking in place because like it was way too cold. Problem? Like we didn't, we didn't know because we've never seen it. You know, like usually when it shakes, it's like more violent because of a hall sensor or your motherboard is loose. But no, this was like, like, w- like when a human is cold, like you shiver. That's what my wheel was doing, and both their wheels were doing that. And it's like we couldn't figure it out. What and were you riding? Uh, it was MSX and a Nikola.
0: Yeah, and they were shivering.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, we've done some crazy rides. Middle of the night, like, you can't see anything. Pitch black, and you just stare at darkness and as far as your flashlight would go, and you just stare at that for, like, kilometers on end. And it's not fun, but it's also fun because you're challenging yourself to do something.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things you you feel proud of accomplishing, but when you're doing it, you're like, uh, why did I do this? (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I nearly, I basically got, I think, mild frostbite on that ride, I decided to wear Adidas Ultra Boost, which is like not ideal for like under, you know. You're talking like snowing sneakers? weather.
2: They're mesh, right?
1: Yeah. They're like. It's
2: just fabric. Yeah. Like they're the running
1: aer- shoes. They're like, yeah, breathable running shoes.
0: <laughs> and you're in snow in minus degree weather. Minus Celsius yeah. degree weather. Yeah, exactly. Um, not ideal. That is that is for sure. Um,
1: another, another funny story that I often, like, reminisce with Diego is we ended up in this, like, really small town. um, And then we were charging at, just outside a convenience store. Didn't have anywhere to sit. You know, we are just standing there with our wheels charging. And then we just decided to pop our butts down in front of a church. And then this lady behind us just, like, stares stares us, like, freaks us out. She stares at us from outside, um, well, from inside the church, but looks at us. And now we're, like, asking her, like, can we go inside? Because we want to warm our bodies up. And then she basically, like, makes mild, like, underlying, underlying like, racist remarks, saying basically because there's been some, like, Middle Eastern things happening in her town. And this is that, small-town Canada, And because yeah. Diego looked like a Middle Eastern dude, that she was kind of sketched out. She still let us in, so that was nice of her, I guess. But, like, at that point, Diego and I were just like, yeah, we're, we're not gonna, like, yeah. We're not gonna go we're not gonna like fight with her or like pick her on that. We're just gonna get inside, get warmed up, and then once we're charged up, we'll go. Another funny story is we showed up at a gas station at like three in the morning, something like that. And it was with Courtney and Diego and I uh, and this guy was like, Yeah, I just live um just down the street there and he points to the darkest ass street <laughs> and he's like, You guys can come over, have a couple of beers and it's an Asian dude, a black dude, and a Hispanic-looking dude, and we're like, uh, "No, <laughs> like, like, I'm, am looking at Diego and Courtney. I'm like, I'm hoping these guys like don't want to go. Like, if they want to go, like, I kind of have to go. It's like, yeah."
2: <laughs> that sounds exactly like the beginning of some joke.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So some uh, Canadian. Except, guy comes except down we, in we the were corner. like,
1: except we were like half scared to death for our lives, you know. Like yeah, you guys can put your wheels in my car, and we'll like go to my house and like yeah, have a couple beers. What was his proposal? Beers. Just to
0: go to his house and hang out, just to be his friend? Uh, no, he's just trying it's to make sketch. some new friends, I think.
1: I I know, I'm sure it's like nothing, but it's like still kind of sketch, you know. <laughs>
0: it's that small town mentality. It could be something, or it could be something. Yeah. Yeah, you never know yeah. what it truly is in the end.
1: Too many, man. Too many like wild stories of just writing, and I think that's like why I've become so attached to EUCs—these wild stories that I get to share.
0: Yeah, I mean, I it wasn't until I started riding that, and you know, an East Gate, anything, and now an EUC, um, that I really started to see the city that I live in. Because when yeah. I moved to the when I moved to Toronto, I became a New York City tour guide, and I was always in New York, and then. You know, when I started getting an e-skate on my free time, I was like, oh, I'm going to go check this place out, you know. Yeah.
2: As much as like I didn't enjoy this pandemic, it, <laughs> it allowed me to uh, do the same. Right. Like when it started and the city became empty in 2020, March, I had a EUC and like it was the most freedom you could have in Toronto and like the best way to to explore the city. Yeah. Jack, can you imagine riding in Toronto and just having 20% cars? Like, empty roads, empty highways. Man. People were literally riding on the Gardner Expressway yeah. in, in March Yeah, I
1: can't imagine. Man. I remember trying to... I want to go on it, like, doing the, the runs. like, Because, um, obviously, Toronto has those, like, run- marathon events. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, never got a chance to. That's definitely...
0: And now they're Something shutting off a lot of the other streets and like making them dedicated bike areas and stuff like that. Like active TO is a thing. Oh yeah. You haven't no, been and back. I
1: know like Bloor street actually has a dedicated lane now.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. You've yeah. never seen that. eh?
1: Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. It's, it's no, pretty great. So. Not going to lie. So we have a couple more questions for you here and then we're probably going to wrap it up in a, in a few minutes. But, um, <laughs> let's shift over to social media because you've gotten a pretty good social media following and uh, Instagram, you got over 4,000 followers and your uh, your YouTube channel really taken off. That's where a lot of your followers are at. But um, who do you like watching and who do you enjoy, you know, when you go onto Instagram and you see someone's post, you're like, ah, oh, I'm going to like that.
2: Yeah. Or YouTube. Yeah.
1: Uh, I actually don't follow a lot of UC people uh, on Instagram. I follow just a, wide variety of people so there's not like one like person that i'm always constantly looking oh like i can't wait for his new post while we see mike mike leahy like he has like crazy jumps yeah for what so he I does look yeah. at him a lot but like yeah uh not a whole lot i like to watch uh tn's videos that you see roller right um i like electric to watch his roller. videos yeah electric roller sorry yeah. so yeah they're they're fun to watch um
0: yeah
2: so, yeah. are you uh, on the topic of YouTube and your channel? Um, when should we expect some new content from you? Yes.
1: So, that's actually why I'm buying a veteran Sherman Max. It's great content. Because so I think people want to see a veteran Sherman Max. Um, but yeah.
2: Uh, uh, that's, that's a great
0: why, idea. That's why
1: I got to get, get the wheel first. Um,
0: so, yeah. people should be expecting, uh, or if it hasn't been out already, a Sherman Max video
1: yeah guess when this whenever the stream gets uploaded <laughs>
2: yeah this will be out in but, a pretty, pretty soon, soon yeah 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 so that's that exciting
1: won't be, won't be that quick I, I always like take some time to ride the wheels and like deal with my thoughts before i ride it again to test my thoughts and then come to a conclusion and then build the video um
0: yeah Yeah. so like that's how you make a video is is you get something you don't just ride it and just start rambling about it like there's a process
1: no like I film the unboxing or like my initial impressions and then I don't know whether I will use that but it's there Uh, and then I get some like b-roll footage of like just close-up shots and then I start like riding the wheel just me and the wheel I I try to like really tune in with the wheel and see how it rides and test its performance and then Okay, I've come up with a few hypotheses of, like, oh, how far it goes or, like, whatever. Test those and then uh, put, put them in the video. Yeah, construct a video on that. So,
0: yeah. Very good. Um, and one other question is, what is one of your most favorite videos that you've created? Maybe not one that was received the most,
2: but one that you've enjoyed the most. <laughs> That's uh, always a good question for you. I don't know. It's yeah, It's not always your most popular video, right, that you uh, like the most?
1: Which which. Why is there one that you guys like? No,
2: it's just a good question to ask. Like what one did you
0: enjoy um, making the most, you know? Even a recent one or an older one? I like the video you made with
2: Kuji personally. Where you guys are like riding. Yeah. I forget which wheel. Yeah, so
1: that video was like, I mean, it has a lot of views. It's got 48, I'm looking at it right now. It has 48,000 views um during a time where like Kuji didn't upload his veteran Sherman video. Yes. I think that time was like where the veteran Sherman like uh really like in like SEOs or whatever algorithm it like really hit it you know it wasn't just people really wanting to watch a veteran Sherman video it was like people it was the on popularity. the front page for whatever reason mm-hmm. and then obviously Kuji with his uh, subscriber count got bumped even more and the news channels picked it up as well or like yeah YouTube channels but anyways video that I love the most that Sherman video was good but that was kind of on the spot so I'm not gonna say that's my favorite I really liked the K four video. That was a whole lot of fun hmm. that we skip. Sca- that device scares me half to death, but that's because it's so much fun.
2: Yeah. You mentioned There's earlier, so you were looking at motorcycles. Is that, uh, what kind of motorcycles are you talking about? Electric,
1: um, adventure bikes. I've also looked at KTM three ninety two, So kind of like street bikes, uh, that have like an off-roading aspect to it. Uh, but probably okay, gonna cool. go with just a more like regular road adventure bike because I want to ride out further and then strap my EUC to it.
2: Yeah, it makes um, sense. Yeah.
1: But yeah, K4 video very good. Uh, one of the other videos is like the me the video of where I blast the horn. It's called "Every Commuter's Frustration Blocked by People Standing in the Bike Lane." Oh, was this, this the one
0: this in this is New over York, the Brooklyn Bridge?
1: Yeah, it's the video where, um. The group of guys that I went with are doing something else, and I'm like, I'm gonna go down, despite everyone telling me not to do it, go down to the Manhattan Bridge and just like make sure my horn's working, blast music from my Nikola, and just like see how many people get out of my way. Cause I had plans on selling that horn, and like Brett Brett sells the horn for me now, but like, um, I needed to make sure that this thing worked, and it worked. But this video has a lot of people that don't like it. But there's a lot of people that do like it. Yeah, I a lot of people that reviews. do like it are people that ride a bike, and they understand where I'm coming from. And it looks a whole lot faster than I actually am because it's a GoPro. And people yeah. don't understand that, like because it's a bridge. Like your neighbor, your vision is yeah, it just goes down into the center, so it's like everything's rushing by. But it's I'm not like going that quick.
0: Yeah 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 it people does think look i'm like, like going like crazy. 50
1: 60 like i'm not going that fast
0: yeah. <laughs> truly you're going how many kilometers an hour maybe 20. no i most? was prepared i knew yeah. like
1: there was a possibility there could be like a five-year-old kid who runs the other way that he should be going right and yeah. i needed to stop instantly and i was prepared that was i could do that so but yeah yeah sorry not the man bridge the, the brooklyn bridge so that was that was a fun video but I think a lot of good video comes from not planning so much, I guess. It's just about having fun and like, yeah, just having fun with the video.
2: That's exactly what we're trying to do here too. I think, right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. at the end of the
0: day, we're talking about a lot of these things and kind of answering questions and whatnot, but we do it because we like it. You
1: yeah. Know? We, I mean, you pre-plan a little bit, but then you kind of let it flow. Cause if you just have a script, then it's like, it's static. It's that you're just reading, you're just, you know, you're not letting it And there's
0: applications for that too. Like when you do a review video, you've got to get your facts straight. So you've got to have everything either in your head solidly or a reference to it. But for other things, like it's, it's, you don't see many of those shows. Like that's one thing I'd like to point out is that a lot of these PEV or EUC things, there are a lot of live streams. There's, there's not a lot of dedicated shows towards it. So that was one of our interests in doing this too.
1: Yeah for sure um a a lot of it is just like east guys here like you like one wheel podcast as well but like a lot of podcasts that i listen to is like more of like the business side of it like where pbs are going in the future or like um bike shares or electric bike shares or whatever you know scooter sharing like where the industry is moving towards and not like a rider's perspective on like these products you know yeah it's all like these rich people talking about their businesses and the future of how they're going to make it autonomous or something
2: yeah and politics and yeah exactly
1: yeah Yeah. but yeah yeah this this video of Kuji, like i mean um cuji's a good writer and i'm a decent enough writer it's very hard to get two people that are good writers to to like film you know like I can film him because he's good already he does his thing I do my thing and I try to keep up you know like my the problem I have right now is like I can ride fast but I can't shoot a video of myself unless it's with a 360 camera where I set the camera down yeah Fuji does an amazing job of like having no cameraman and still feeling like he's in a wild action film
0: right Mm -hmm. I think there's a there's a couple other questions we may have for you We try to dig in a little bit. Everyone tries to dig in a little bit with you. Um, Is there something, you know, that we don't know Jack Or should we ask some more specific questions?
1: You should be more specific. You're never gonna get an answer out of me if you ask that way (laughs) Exactly. Yeah,
0: do you have any Hanson? Um,
1: I can tell you that I've seen the 16 inch suspension wheel
0: uh, yeah, that was that was a good, 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 good question. Um, What's coming next when it comes to wheels? And we hope it's not another 20 something inch.
2: Yeah, for I think I mentioned it on either the first episode or the second episode uh, of this podcast where I, I mentioned I wanted a smaller wheel that still had power because I haven't seen any smaller wheels that are still like 100 volt or have enough so power hard, and torque yeah i believe that like the batteries right
1: it's so hard it's so much easier to just make a big wheel and just have so much space to do everything um yeah
2: for sure yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: i've seen the basic framework of the 16 inch wheel that king song will make um i'm sure there's still a long ways to go but i don't know what emotion is up to obviously you guys have seen that the that the, the photo v13 where you guys like yeah <laughs> yeah adjust it which is so like, so hilarious. But um, yeah. I don't know what else Gotway got is up to. So, well, they're yeah. always
0: unveiling stuff. So whatever. Yeah, but we assumed the S twenty took because we know it took a long time to make that wheel, and we know kind of rough idea when it started. And you've got to be working on the next wheel already. There's no question about it. Yeah. So
1: what? King has launched one wheel technically. Um, but. Gotway has, like, launched, like, three, I think, right? And everybody started selling three. Yes. So, um, I I know all the CEOs very well, and I would say I have a good relationship with all of them, uh, besides King songs because he's kind of, like, a more business dude. Um, and he's so new, he's kind right? Of a, bit, a, bit, a bit distant, but, like, I know the people at Kingsong, obviously, very well. Um, but, like, the thing with Gotway is... I think the S20 is such a powerful wheel in terms of like what it, what the community wants that Gotway is really trying hard to play catch up.
2: Have you, have you so, ridden...
1: And they're trying to just pull out every single card. Like, you know.
2: Yeah, have you ridden yeah. the new Gotway EX2? Like the one that has the sim, the 2S? The no,
1: because last week when I asked them, they're like, yeah, there's only one. And then now this week, they're like, yeah, they're going to mass produce it now. So, I guess maybe it was two weeks ago, but still, like, very quick. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Okay, that's fair. I guess I I can't ask you how it is comparing.
1: Gaui's very efficient. They're very efficient, but, like, man, that's almost too quick.
0: Yeah, that's very quick. (laughs) It's kind of crazy how quick they could whip out a wheel. Is Is it possible they've been
2: working on it for a long time, though, or you think it's in response to S20 and the market?
1: No, I think the X2 is completely like the hero took a while for sure. Um, I know that. Um, but the X2 is like, like, okay, no one wants to buy the hero. How do we
2: bigger battery?
1: Yeah. How do we, you know, do what we've done with the uh, hero and then um, turn that into an S20? Yeah. Do <laughs> ca- captivate, captivate people. In the way that the s20 did
0: that's the exact our, impression our, i got with our
1: hero plus is what we're going to call it yeah, yeah
0: there were some good memes online too where it was like mm, this looks like this
1: so yeah they i mean i'm saddened because i feel like they're spending a lot of money making a crappy product but from a business perspective they're never going to lose out because they could literally export 20 to russia 20 to us you know and a couple more here and there and then they're gonna make their money back so they're never gonna lose you know it just won't sell as well as their rs or you know their other wheels
0: yeah that's a good point they just keep pumping out the models
1: yeah yeah but it depends right if their ceo doesn't care about the brand then what does it mean we'll just keep making products you know one of them will stick
2: I noticed that you keep saying Gotway, too. In terms of their brand, are they still Gotway in Uh China? I'm just curious.
1: No, I just... Old old habits die hard, man. Okay, okay.
2: That's fair. I still call them Gotway as well. I mean, I'm trying to call them Bagode on our show here because that's their official name. But
0: yeah, I think in our Extreme Bull episode, there was a couple slips. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's, it's Kabai, Bagode, and then, you know previously named kabai gotway right yes Kabai okay. is like the, the registered parent. company's name yeah and then the brand name is the or gotway
0: yeah okay cool yeah because there's a few of those things too especially with another company veteran Leaper kim it's like what's the company name what's the yeah right. everyone just calls them veteran even though like that
2: was the wheel but then they're Leaper well, kim sherman well it's
1: like yeah, insta 360 sherman. right the company that like actually owns insta360 is not called insta360 it's like Aoshi or something like that right Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. yeah it's the same thing it's just a brand yeah yeah
0: all right we kind of have a a pev lane question for you what is a pev to you (laughs)
1: um i don't know that's that's hard that's a hard question i would say just a lightweight electric vehicle it's not it's not limited to electric scooters electric unicycles or an electric skateboard but if I were to pull examples of what it is today that those are the examples but in the future it'll the definition will change the examples will change but right now that's what it is yeah a lightweight electric it's a, it's a, vehicle. a good way K4 to look is at it. a lightweight electric vehicle I think that's a one not look- really a scooter it's not really a bicycle like I don't know what the hell it is but
0: it's a PEV. It's that's not for a sure. motorcycle. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the better yeah. descriptions we've heard to
2: date. Yeah. yeah. So would you group in some motorcycles, or are they are they getting into the heavyweight class, and they're not really lightweight?
1: Um. Depends, right? I wouldn't put any motorcycle in. Like my 9 bot E two hundred P scooter is not a PEV. My. Cool. Um, yeah, an Onyx is like. Bare, like barely a PV, but like still, I would constitute it as a PV. But I would say, like, for it to be a PV, I would say it's it's got to be like kind of in this like community of people that ride these things, you know? Like, we're in this community of like people that ride things that are fun. We're not like riding, you know, boring ass, you know, electrical transport, you know? They, they gotta be fun you know? and they, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind like of like a, like a mentality thing too, you know, like the product has to align with the lifestyle. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool. Thanks for uh, sharing your, your perspective on what a PEV is. We always kind of go back and forth on this here with Brett and I. So yeah. Like Good I would
1: enough. say like, if you, if you asked me to define micro mobility, it would be like a lot more business. It'd be like, yeah, like anything that is electric and then, you know, small motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. E-bikes. But like, I would say like PV or like PET, it's like, it's kind of like an umbrella underneath that. And it's like cooler stuff. Yeah.
0: All right, Jack. Well, is there any, uh, is there anything you want to shout out your, uh, your handles, anything, anything you uh, can, you, we know the Shimmer Max is coming up maybe soon
1: yeah uh follow me on youtube uh i'm gonna do more like tiktok i want to like you know be a lot better uh on tiktok i want to learn it's 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 been fun editing on phone as well yeah and that's all
0: official electric dreams
1: yeah yeah we'll we'll, we'll put a link uh
2: up in this corner here i think yeah, above your head But yeah all things. the cool. all the
1: main content is going to be on youtube i'm going to keep growing like that's going to be the main focus and will still continue to be the main focus i've been posting a lot of shorts but there will be like longer content but i won't post videos just to post videos yeah i want it to be actually like engaging
0: yeah nice well thank you very much jack thank you for taking the time all the way from the other side of the planet to sit down with us and and have a little chat for the morning for us and the evening for you and uh Thank you to everyone else who's stayed here all the way to the end to listen to all of this. We appreciate it if it was on YouTube watching us on the camera, if it was on Spotify, Apple, Google, any other place that you've been listening. uh, We we really do appreciate it. And we hope you share. Tell your friends. Tell your fellow e-writers. Thanks, Jack.
1: Subscribe to this this podcast. (laughs) Are you guys going to be on... Apple uh music Yes or... it will.
0: Apple podcast is already up there, yeah. Nice. Nice. Spotify
2: You know what on sucks
1: there. though? I didn't get the sure like mic sound. I didn't get the full bass yeah. you know we'll do some listen
2: yeah we'll do some tweaks to you we'll get we'll make you sound good <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: it didn't sound it doesn't sound as nice i'm missing out
0: <laughs> yeah the quality is one thing we do appreciate here on pev lane so thank you so much for being here thank you for all for listening share tell your friends and we will see you next time on pev lane Shout. peace out peace bye cut the clip Ooh, who's sweating